offensive line, nicknamed the Hogs by line coach Joe Bugle, began to control the tempo of the game with a play called 50 Gut. You know, I, I know they're we're gonna play them again. They beat us four straight, but four straight. you know, yeah. But last year, I don't want to take anything out of us losing to the Eagles outside of reminding myself that they're obnoxious road fans the way they took over the state in Week 17. But they played us twice in December. In the first game, Colt McCoy broke his leg. Yeah. And you were facing Mark Sanchez. And at that point, you knew your season was over. Mm-hmm. Like, completely over. The last game of the season, like, I, I can't think of a more defeated bunch. And they, they beat us 24-0, and of course they did. Right. It was Being the, at the link. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, you had, you had that no... That part is, like, completely... Stuck. Stuff about the fans is so stupid, because, like, why would any of our fans go to that game? Right. I remember... There's no reason. I remember one Eagle fan hopped in my mentions and be like, we're going to take over your stadium again, bitch. And I was like, well, enjoy dri- driving Landover. Yeah, I'll be home. You, you yeah. enjoy that <laughs> like three fucking hours. Right. I mean, there's no reason. We had no business winning that game. No. They needed to get into the playoffs. And we were starting Josh Johnson. It would be interesting had we won that Titans game with that game. Mm-hmm. That's a totally different scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the first but- time we played them... We did not play them with a, with our with a starting NFL quarterback all year. Nope. So they can have their four straight, but the two from last year or whatever. The fact that we competed with them the way we did in that first game with McCoy's injury. Remember Peterson took that long one to the house. I mean, yeah. we had Sanchez in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you gonna do with Mark Sanchez as your quarterback? Wait, we played six. That was our last explosive off to play of the entire yeah. season. Literally, <laughs> it really six was. Of the no. last eight quarters, we the six of the eight quarters we played versus the Eagles were started by Josh Johnson. Yeah, come on, man. Come so you know, I, I don't really want to hear much from them mm-hmm. about how we played them last. I mean, they are the favorite or one of the favorites to win the NFC. They are. We are going to their place with a quarterback that's new to the system and a mm-hmm. group of. Skill position players that are inexperienced to be kind. So, you know, there are ways to win this game. Absolutely. There are ways to win the game. It'll take a lot. It'll take a lot going right. Um, I think that to some degree it'll take some luck because you're going to have to win the turnover battle. But I think there are ways. So let's let's go through them, okay? Um, I think the first matchup we should talk about is how we're going to match up with Carson Wentz. He has a just... Ridiculous, an embarrassing amount of weapons at his disposal. He has Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside and mm-hmm. Nelson Aguilar and Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders and Darren Sproles and G- Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz and maybe the best offensive line in football. So, I mean, there's only one way to beat him, I think. And, and like you said, you got to get in his face. You're going to have to ha- get a pass rush. You're going to have to find a way. I don't know if you can beat er- Wentz. With sending six guys because they are so talented on the edges, so you're gonna need your best unit to actually show up on set on Sunday. I mean, maybe you can't beat them sending six, but you gotta mix it up. As we know, prior years with Minuski, we always rely on the front four. 
I mean, that's cool and all. We expect them to do what they do, but you got to mix up your defensive packages. Whether you send a safety, send a corner, you disguise a different blitz from a linebacker. I was like, you got to do something to switch. You can't let Wentz study your defense and just unload on you. Like, you just cannot do that. You got to mix it up. You got to throw different shit at them. And even though their O-line is good, their O-line's been banged up all offseason. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to act like they're world beaters. I mean, yes, they have a history of being great with Kelsey, uh, Peters, Lane Johnson. Brandon Brooks. Lane Johnson's been banged up all offseason. Yeah. Brooks been banged up all offseason. So, yeah, but they got the names, but that team is not coming into this game, you know, as world beaters, as we would say. This is, to me, this is more about um, Peterson versus Minoski. Agreed. Wentz. Agreed. Wentz is be- Wentz is not played. It's a great point. So Wentz is gonna have like his level of rust. Mm-hmm. We have seen our own quarterback Wentz come back from an ACL injury. Mm-hmm. We see we see, we see. Sorry, he didn't have. He, he injured his back, right? Mm-hmm. Not ACL. Mm-hmm. Wentz, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry. He, we know he hasn't played. Hasn't been hit. What's that back gonna be like the first time? Lost a lot of weight too. Jonathan Allen fucks his ass up once. Mm-hmm. But is if if we're gonna come out here and try to rush forward, we might be able to get away with that for a quarter. Yeah, quarter like maybe the first half, but then adjustments are gonna have to be made. Right, I think you have to keep um, Peterson off balance all, all day. You're not gonna be able to just keep seven in, in coverage and rush mm-hmm. for all day and, and find a way. You're gonna have to mix it up. You're gonna have to get a pass rush, but you're gonna have mm-hmm. to mix it up. You have to figure out a way to make sure that Peterson isn't able to stay comfortable. And this is saying a lot. This is a guy that. Beat Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a major accomplishment. Peterson is in his flow, calling plays. That offense can move to rock. Right, Lemuski, and you have to scheme it up where you can counter that. And they have more weapons than they've ever had. Like they I, I mentioned before, they. Mm-hmm. Just, but I think the same thing as when we played when we played the Eagles two years ago when Wentz was playing well. We need to stop the run. Absolutely, to stop it. Absolutely. I think if we make them. If we make ones have to keep driving back, we eliminate play action. We know who his favorite target is. He's going to throw the ball to his boy, Zach. His hunting buddy, Zach Ertz, 8,000 times. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think one of the places this season, or this preseason, I should say, where I thought they were weak was uh, in the middle of the field. And uh, I, I just, uh, if you get Ertz and or Ertz and uh, Goddard popping in the middle of the field, like, and I don't really think that John Bostic or even um, Harvey Clemens or Deion Hamilton have done enough to show you that they can even slow it down. They don't really feel like they they not look they look comfortable dropping into the zones, selling into the zones. They kinda like are downhill thumpers and when they have to like settle into an area where they feel a receiver might be, they don't just have that innate like feel to them. I mean we might um, not have the best linebackers in coverage, but you can counter that by making sure Wentz isn't comfortable in the pocket. You letting him sit there, he's gonna find her, he's gonna find Goddard. Right. We got a history of not being able to cover a tight end. So you got to make sure Wentz is uncomfortable. Make a move. Make him scramble. As crazy as it sounds, because I know Wentz has been so good, I think you're going to have to make him beat you. And, of course, he can. Mm -hmm. But if you make him pat the ball, and let's say Mm -hmm. Wentz has to scramble. He's he's dangerous with his legs, but we have hogs for that now. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we can contain him in the pocket and make sure he's not getting 10, 15 yards per scramble, you just limit him to... His five or six, I mean, force him three and outs. Like, force some, you know, drives where he goes to the 50 or 40-yard line, but then it's forced to punt on short field. Like, it's just going to take, like, a team effort, and it's going to have to be a consistent team effort. You're going to have to do it all day. 90, was it 90, 93, 94, 98. Get that pressure up the middle. 
I know we expect Montez and Kerrigan to get that pressure outside, but you got to make sure Wentz moves off his spot. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't let him sit in that pocket. He sits in the pocket, he kills us. Every time he's been able to sit in the, in the pocket, he's killed us. One thing that I saw this preseason, I mean, they've been doing it for years, but it's kind of like it might help us, is on every single play you see that's out of the screen for any of the defense linemen, they always end up in the screen towards the end because they're mm-hmm. always following that play. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important, especially with the way the Eagles like to screen and do misdirection. Like, you're going to have to guide guys who stay at home and are responsible. But even when they're not in their spots, they need to get to their spots. they got to find a way to get there because it's going to be important, especially when they do that jet motion and once it's thrown back to Aguilar or Miles mm-hmm. Sanders on a slip screen the other way, mm-hmm. can Allen or, or Ionas or Payne fill that backside, like hustling their ass up and getting to, to the play, you know? Mm-hmm. But they show them they can do it. Peterson is a hell of a game planner, man. Yeah, man. It's a big game for Minuski. Yeah. Uh... That's not a great thing, but uh, uh well, maybe he's got he's, more bowls now. He's gonna have to just—he's gonna have to show me something because I haven't really got the feeling that he likes to get outside his comfort zone, especially when it comes to calling different plays and showing different looks. He seems to like his system, and that's where he his lane is. Let's stay there. But against the Eagles, you're gonna have to really come up with something special. Remember, we mentioned on a previous pod, hoping Rob Ryan. Who's the defensive backs coach again? I always forget his name. Ray Horton. Ray Horton. Oh, Ray. Those two dudes are have always been known to be aggressive. Hopefully, they've given Minuski some different, you know, things to do schematically to get some pressure on Wentz. If he sits in that pocket, he's going to kill us. You right. have to get pressure up the middle. Mm-hmm. They just come at you in waves. They do. They come at you in waves on every level. Mm-hmm. Tight end, wide receiver, running back. They're going to be able to keep a fresh body on the field the entire day. Yep. Don't forget about Sproles. I mentioned Sproles. Like we didn't even we didn't even mention um what's his name? Who? Jordan Howard. I mentioned Jordan Howard. Jordan, I'm not really that worried about Jordan. There's they have a fourth running back that is decent and I forgot. I, I mean, listen, anyway. you can't play everybody. You, you only get the lineup with eleven. So it's great that you got your four running backs, your sixteen wide receivers, That's cute. <laughs> you know, the eighty four tight ends. Go and play 11. You just got to tackle, man. Mm-hmm. If you can tackle, stop the run, then you, gotta, then you, can, get, you can get after wins. Do you think that's possible? Do you think we can do it? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like I right. said, Philly's offense, I mean, they're, oh, they've had an all-season where players are coming back from injury, man. Remember, Lane Johnson played first preseason game. They sat his ass every week after that because he looked so bad. We got to take advantage of stuff like that. Ryan no. Kerrigan, you got expo- to expose Lane Johnson. Montez Sweat. This is your first, it's your first NFL game, bro. No, I hear you on that. Um, you need to spark off that edge. Right. No, no. I, I think I. It's just like I'm more worried about. I think I'm most worried. I should say about the quick passing game, especially off the read option where the linebackers are forced to stay put and they just get Ertz for a quick fifteen. I, that's just like those type of plays. They can't. They're gonna give some of those up. But you can't give them up all day. You can't give those up on every single drive. You got to find a way to limit those, especially with, like, you can't just have Goddard rumbling for 24. That's, they're going to get a field goal on you mm-hmm. right away, mm-hmm. at least. Monte and Landon. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to take a big effort from those four. Monte and Landon, I'd say Harvey Clemens, mm-hmm. because he's probably going to be on the field the entire yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know I don't know who their, their package um, of nickelbacks isn't look like. Is it going to be Jimmy Moreland on somebody like Ertz? Yeah. I doubt it. 
No. Uh, who are you bringing? Somebody like Everett? Can he do a job? I mean, maybe. Possibly. I think they'll start off probably with Harvey Clemens. I mean, of course. They'll get but, a little bit of landing, too. But the Eagles go more 12 than any other yeah. 12 formation and their team in the NFL. They're going to go double tight almost all day. Which, I mean, honestly, I mean, that that's great and everything. Because they're so good at tight end and they're so good in the run game out of double tight. But I would do anything to keep the show off the field. <laughs> I really would. <laughs> really D-Jack. Man, I just, Damn. I was hoping he wouldn't play. I was hoping he wouldn't play just because I just don't want him to see him go for 78 on us. Um, Even at 32, man, he's still got it. Just, he's still great. Nobody tracks the deep ball like D-Jack. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, even like a guy like Alshon Jeffrey, who was... So good a couple of years ago in that Super Bowl team. Like, he's become like second fiddle to like just the other weapons they have on the stage. Alshon still throwing the ball to Ertz every play. Literally, Literally they were complaining. Were there stories about people complaining about really? how often Ertz is targeting? Mm. I mean, his, the, his catch, target numbers last year were crazy. Ridiculous. Absurd. It crazy. was every game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I think some of that was a little bit of him throwing to his boy. I don't know why is that. I know Jeffrey does well against us. So Yes, he does. <laughs> right. Alshon destroys us, whether it was in a Bears jersey or an Eagles jersey. One of the things that haven't been great at the past couple of years is scoring the red zone for some reason. I mean, I guess because they score so often from deep. But now they have R.C. the white side, and he seems to be like a jump ball, a jump ball specialist, a guy mm-hmm. who's going to box you out mm-hmm. and, and, and get you that tough catch in traffic. So as if worrying about Ertz and big old 6'6", Dallas Goddard wasn't enough. They also have a wide receiver now that plays jump ball out there against DBs. Um, it, it's just gonna take a it's gonna take a group effort, and it's really gonna like be a situation where it's like, can you just do enough to hold them to three mm-hmm. when you're down, going down scoring seven, which is a tall task, but you're gonna have to do it because yeah. they're gonna move the ball on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but can you limit them to two tutties and three fillers instead of? Four tutties in the field or something like that. You know, that's going to be a difference. We live in the with game. them in two tutties. We're, we're in the game. We're in the game. Right. Well, how are we going to score is the question. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's a big question. That's a big question. I, I think that the first thing we have to talk about is the obvious. Their strength, or I guess, Arguably our greatest weakness. I mean, their D-line is stacked. They come at you in waves. Let, let, let me just go ahead and, and give them their two deep depth turn on defense. Obviously, it starts out with this. They come at you with Derek Barnett, Malik Jackson, Fletcher Cox, and Brandon Graham. That's the starters. And then Tough. Vinny Curry, Timmy Jernigan, Hassan Ridgeway, and mm. Josh Sweat. That's their... And they also have Sharif Miller, who also had a really good preseason. You forgot about Jernigan? Yeah. Yeah, so did I. Try to go a quick second. Um... Clifford mentioned in one of our previous pods that their defense is similar to ours where they're really good up front, really stout, really deep, and their secondary and their linebackers are lacking some. And I would agree with that with the obvious uh, exception of Malcolm Jenkins. But um, what do we think? Our offensive line obviously needs to play better than they've shown. I can see a scenario where the O-line just gets beat up. Gets yeah, but I beat think up. the bigger issue is being able to run the ball. Because, it, like, it's one thing if we can't pass protect, but that is more of a concern if it's these are third and eights, third mm-hmm. and nines. Then now you have no chance. Mm-hmm. You're not going to protect. If we can run the ball and then use play action, 
then that helps out your pass protection some. The bigger, like if we can't run the ball, then the game is over. If you're an obvious passage of right. races versus team, yeah. you're in trouble. If we're gonna be like, because I can see a lot of sec, I see one. I can see a lot of people complaining about the play calling, because I don't wouldn't be surprised if we were out here running the ball in second and nine. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say that I think that on Sunday, you're gonna have to run the ball on every just about every first and second down, and this can you convert third and fours? Can you just convert a third mm-hmm. and five? You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna be able to out there. Just throwing the ball on third and twelve or yeah. third and nine, you yeah. can't do it. Yeah. Not, not against them. Now with this improvement, it's gonna be on the receiver group. No. Yeah, and that's how you end up with Keenum turnovers and you end up getting blown out. Right, that's how you end up losing a game thirty-eight to thirteen because mm-hmm. Keenum's been sacked eight times and he's mm-hmm. throwing four picks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, it's not gonna work. It, as much of a liability as a line has been and appears to be moving forward, there's a workaround. You know, you just have to make sure that you're running the ball. Consistently, you don't have to be getting four yards a rip. Can you get three yards on first and second down? Can you push in third and three? I trust Kim doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Kim taking a seven seven step drop with this offensive line and delivering a strike for a nine yard gain. Yeah, I don't trust him doing that. The left side of the line is a question mark, but we got to go to the straight. Go behind. Got to go behind Sheriff and Moses, man. Go with what you know that you know works. Obviously, Flowers stinks. Stinks. It's very rare we're probably going to be able to run behind Flowers towards Fletcher Cox. So hopefully Sheriff and Moses not even that. Game. You got to not get beat on just like I mean like, right out the gate. I'll tell you this. When the ball snapped. The first time we're in this basement on Sunday and I see a run going to the right and I see Fletcher Cox just quit moving past Fletcher Jesus. uh uh Eric Flowers and, and gets and gets back a backside tackle, Ooh. I'm going to throw this TV mm-hmm. out the window. Like I'm going to be pissed. Like don't hold him, but you can't just let him just yeah. Embarrass you out there. You oh, gotta man. just do what you can Fuck. to get in his way. <laughs> yeah. Get in his way. I'm nobody's asking you to beat him at the point of attack. It's not gonna happen. But don't let him just make every single backside tackle either on the on the runs going to the right because that's the, gonna. Who's the outside defensive end on the left side? On their left side. On our on our left, their right. That's gonna be Derek Barnett. Okay. He's been going so against. So Brandon Graham's on the other side. Brandon Graham's yeah. gonna be going against. Against Moses. Moses, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of relief it's not Chris Long. Chris Long used to give us fits. Yeah, Fortunately, he retired. Yeah, I mean Derek Barnett's been good, and Brandon Graham obviously is has been really good. That especially might not the past be a bad years, matchup but. for Donald Penn though. He's a vet, savvy vet. We're not gonna act like Barnett is a world beater. Uh, I mean, I mean he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm not saying he's not good, but it's <laughs> not Donald Penn going up against Vaughn Miller for your first game, right? But I also trust those two. Penn and Flowers more in run um, blocking than in pass pro. Bruh, by, I don't by trust Flowers to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the no, fuck? Oh, no, we could agree on that, but I don't know. I don't, at, at some point, it's football. It's mano with mano, and it's like, I put my hands on you. Can I just at least engage you long enough to get the running back mm-hmm. to where he needs to go? Second level. But I, you've seen that he leans too much. He guesses too much in pass pro, like, and like honestly, like, the pass pro from the backs hasn't been great either. So even if Flowers is bad, I don't know. Like, guys probably can do it. I'm sure Peterson can do it, but I actually need to see it. And if I, I, I well, haven't we seen it two yet. Two five can do it. Don't, yeah. Don't forget about CT. Right, but it's also on the quarterback. Can a new quarterback go in there and make all the right calls? That's true too. Yeah, I just, I just don't want to see a situation where. There's a guy coming completely untouched to obliterate Kim's backside. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that would be a disaster. Because that, that has yeah. strip sack phone written all over it. Might see Haskins a little earlier than we thought. Right. 
All right. So other than the offensive line, do you think that we have enough everywhere else to actually move the ball against the Eagles? Like I just, we mentioned earlier, their linebackers in secondary aren't that great. Uh, I think that Malcolm Jenkins versus Jordan Reed is one of the premier matchups every year that I look forward to seeing. Um, we have a young wide receiver court elsewhere, and you know CT is always very dangerous at the backfield. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's a situation where I look at it and I see a opportunity. There's an opportunity to actually move the ball, but it's going to take a lot of creative game planning from Jay Gruden and Kevin O'Connell. I don't think that you go out there and they press you and you just beat them for like a 50-yard touchdown down the field. Although I will say the first play of the game, I want to see a bomb to McLaurin. Just, throw, just tell Kim to throw as far as he can, see if we can get like lightning in a ball and go up 7 nothing early. That'd be Absolutely. great. Nope. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Wait, no, it's great. Second and ten. It's great. Second and ten. Don't go up top first, P. Rich. Okay, great. Now it's second and ten. One yard run. Punt team nine. ready. You might as well just punt it. Crowd's getting. You you know Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers is. He's jumping it. first play. Right. False start. Well, now it's third and nine. Now it's third and fourteen. <laughs> no, I need to run the ball, man. Nah. I hear what you're saying, though, Paul. I wouldn't mind a little switch up, take a shot. Well, I think that you're also going to need to get. You don't need to get a cheap score to beat them, but I think that, I mean, it goes a long way. Our special teams don't really look that great, but if you can get a kick return or a punt return touchdown or a, a, t- a touchdown on a on a one-play <laughs> 70-yard drive, that'd be nice. Hey, Cliff, you shake your head, but for the situation that we're in, if we're going to say this offense is going to be that bad, we're going to need some trickery shit. We're the only team that never gets a fake punt or a return. Come on, didn't we fake a punt last year? I'm saying, for, I'm just saying Look, for this year. Like, we need to do something we to, to get the momentum. Nah, no, we need to run the ball. Fuck that momentum. Well, that's expected. Shit. You need to run the ball, and you need to not have second and tens, third and tens. Period. We say we And if that ball. means little bootlegs early on to get little five-yard play, great. If we're going to go out here and be like, all right, hey, McLaurin, your first play of your career, Keenum, everybody, first play. Crowd's going to be loud as shit, mind you. Hey, let's go play action, and we're literally going to say, you know what, Eric Flowers, let's have you blocking Fletcher Clocks on the first play of the season. We're going to try to throw the ball downfield. You are asking for second and 18. That we're definitely throwing a bomb first play of the game now. All right. Remember the first? <laughs> All right. Hey. You got to take shots. Like you said, we can't just just run it. Philly's going to expect us to run it. So at some point, you I said you can run little bootlegs, get little short passes. I don't understand the necessity of needing to do this on the first play of the game when your O-line can't even hear the fucking snap count because it's going to be loud (laughs) as shit. We got to stretch their defense, man, because they may put eight in the box on us. Yeah, no, I hear you on that. But, um... Back to what I was saying before, also really interrupted by Cliff. Um, <laughs> no, I, I just I think that if you can get them on some flood action, some play action, some drags, some digs, some, George some, Lee. Like, yeah, I, I think that you can get the passing game going like that. Like I said, I think Malcolm Jenkins and Jordan Reed have one of the best matches every single year because they, they always play each other so tough. I mean, it's going to really come down to can a group of underdeveloped, inexperienced, maybe potentially, you know, bad, according to some people, group of wide receivers, 
get the ball moving against a group of equally underwhelming like, cornerbacks. Glad you said that because, like we said, if we know Philly's secondary is not that strong, then maybe our our receivers can make a play. And no disrespect to Malcolm Jenkins, I know he's a great player. Yeah, but a healthy Jordan Reed, you're not guarding Jordan Reed. Period. Uh, I mean, period. No, no debate. I I'm not saying that he can. I'm just saying that they play each other very tight every time. They do. That's a good matchup. When is the last time we saw a healthy Jordan Reed versus Malcolm Jenkins? Uh, it's been a while. Maybe last last year. That in, guy was in, not healthy last year. No. In with who? Colt McCoy. Mm-hmm. Listen, man. Malcolm Jenkins ain't covering healthy Jordan Reed. No. Period. No. I'm very confident in saying that. I'm not really the short. It's a very short list mm-hmm. of people who probably could. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Jenkins not on that list. I'm not even saying that he can guard him all day. I'm saying that he. Matches up well with him. That's a good. That's a good match. If I if Malcolm Jenkins was on our team and they had Jordan Reed, I would be like, okay. Jordan Reed's gonna get his, but I feel comfortable Malcolm out there just just doing his job and, and make sure he doesn't get loose. I'm because just speaking to the point where you saying the floods and the drags, I got I got Jordan Reed eating all day on right. Malcolm Jenkins, whoever's there. Right. No. In that situation. No. What I'm saying, well, I say that to say I think you need the scheme getting the wide receivers open, which of course is gonna be the scheme. I'm with you. But I'm, I don't think you have enough one on one just raw talent to go out there and beat. A Sidney Jones or Avante Maddox or a Craven LeBlanc or whatever his name is or any of these guys. And, and that's not even saying that I don't like our guys. I'm just saying that I don't know for sure. But I do trust them to scheme up some stuff to get them open. Hey, get guys on open field. No. I mean... Screen game. It, it's really just going to depend on, on how, if you're able to slow down their pass rush. If you can't slow down their pass rush, none of this is going to work. If you're able to slow them down to a degree where you're able to get Keenum... Four seconds in the pocket. Mm, that's asking for four seconds. Four seconds. For four second, seconds. Four seconds. One. Three and a half. Two. Three. Four. From snap to throw. Can you get that? Once can you got two, Flowers is already on his ass at two. You need to get the ball out of your hands. <laughs> I hear you. That's why y'all need well, that, what well, talking But that's about? not what I'm first, talking about. That's not, not even his first play of the game. We're not even talking about a seven-step drop here. We're talking about a play-action pass where he has to get to a second read. <laughs> I mean, you want to play action. You have to pick and choose when you do this. Of the first play of the game is silly. That's just silly. You okay. Have problems. I, like, just think about it. Like, just think about it. They're going to do it the first play of the game. Right, but it's not going to be loud as shit when they're doing it. Like, just think about Like, first play of the game. You're like, oh, our, our you just called our O-line the biggest weak link. You are essentially going to play decide on the first play of the game to be relying on the O-line. Great. Second and 18. Great. Punt. You might as well just punt. Not doing anything like that, okay? Fucking run, run right out. I thought it would be nice. Run right out. Yeah, we gonna run it fifty times. Give Keenum some easy throws early. Jordan Reed get out of the sticks. Second and four. So, like shit like that. I'll be out there like, hey, for, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna come out here. We're gonna rely on Eric Flowers <laughs> to block Fletcher Cox. Penn, you got Barnett. But All you right. know they're not gonna ask them to do that. They're not gonna ask Flowers to block Fletcher Cox on a bomb play on a go route. Listen. By himself. It's not it's not it's not possible. They're not gonna do that, Cliff. You scheme for that. I hear what you're saying. You don't gotta do it the first play of the game, but you gotta slide protection, you gotta have a running back bump him, do something. We gotta take a shot downfield. No, we do. Yes, we should take shots downfield. I don't know why it needs to be the first play of the game. That's all. Alright, no. I just thought it'd be nice. <laughs> Get a cheap score, man. Like I hear you. I don't even know how that would be considered a cheap score. If you did it, it's just not a good idea. Come out here and establish a fucking offense and running game. You can throw your bombs later. 
right? Okay. Well, let's talk the running game real, real quick. Um, Geisland. I'm excited to see guys. <laughs> I'm really excited to see guys. After what he showed me in Atlanta, man, I, I, I just think that he is back in a big way. I don't, I don't think that he has anything holding him back. And I personally, I mean, we've all seen how excited he is to be back. I just think he can go out there and do some things, uh, especially with a healthy AP coming in and spelling him on the third and fourth quarter. If he can get something going, you'll see um, CT getting you valuable snaps on third downs. Hopefully, like helping Keenum extend drives and move the sticks. Um, you know, it, it's the best group of our offense, but right now I think that it's not even close. And I think that it could be even the best running back group in the conference right now, or at least the division. I mean, got? we'll see. We'll see. You know, but that's definitely going to be the main focus of this offense, and if they're able to have any kind of success, can you run the ball against Philly's front? I'm just excited to see guys because he's adding an explosive element to the offense that we haven't seen out of the backfield. I mean, he's literally like a bowling ball. Since what do you call him? A bowling ball of butcher knives? Literally. <laughs> since his day, I mean, y'all know how excited I've, I've been excited since we drafted him. I mean, the kid is uh, he's had everything since LSU. He runs hard. He runs like a dog. Like, I mean, running the ball, pass catching. He even returns something when he's at LSU. I'm not expecting him to do that here, but I mean, it's an element to the offense that we haven't seen. And that's not even knocking AP, but. Geis has another gear that he can get where he can break it for 70, 75. Like, it's, this is something we haven't had in a while, man. It, it's, Redskins fans should be excited for this because that kid has a lot of potential. I mean, Geis is going to be part of a three headed monster. A three headed, a three man group. <laughs> but you, these guys become irrelevant if you were trailing. Mm-hmm. Good point. That's the only thing about being a. That goes player. back to your point in establishing a run. Well, I hope they don't go away from it too early. Because I know that... No, we can't. You can't. We can't. Even if this game starts to get away from you in the second half, like I predicted might, like, just if the Eagles start to outclass you just because they have too many guys, if you get down by 10 points in its third quarter, you you can't just letting Keenum air it out. Like, you got to go back. You got to just yeah. keep... But 10 points, I don't even think the game's out of hand. Like, right, like but, but you... I feel like Gruden is the type of coach where he'd want to, like, get away from what... He wants to do, which is throw the ball. Like he wants to like prove that, not even prove. That's not the right word. But he wants to like show that his offense is good, no matter who the quarterback and receivers are. I think old. I, I, not even knocking what you say. I think old Gruden would do that. I think he kind of knows what his personnel is now. We don't right. have that explosive if it's the passing game to do. That. Right, and it's not time to panic if you're down 10, 11 points in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. You're down two scores to Philly. It's not a great place to be, but you still have these guys. They can still control the clock and get you. A drive that consumes eight minutes of clock and is 12 plays long and results in seven points. And you're back in the game one way or another, Absolutely. you know? We will see. I don't know about that. I don't really... No, you're fa- you have such a just, a just it's the, dismissive just saying, face. No, because like how many teams are really out here running the ball down 10 points in second half of games? That ain't a Gruden thing. That's a, like, you really shouldn't be out here doing that. If you're out here trying to go 12... Pl- you're going to end up like the fucking Chargers. We're going to get the ball back with one, like, <laughs> have to go 90 yards with Keenum down three points. Like, you, have, you, you do need to be able to throw the ball in the league. But the fact of the matter is, if you get behind in games, then your running game is not that fucking important anymore. And Just for this roster, we're going to need... Cliff, I hear you on that. <laughs> I hear you on that. But let me ask you a question. Can you think of a more feasible 
way to beat the Eagles team on Sunday by running the ball and making sure they don't get any explosive plays on you. That's the formula. It's right, not, it may not be. But if we're trailing, then you can't still be like, hey, we need to, like 10 points in the second half of a game is a lot. People, that's, people be like, oh, it's only two possessions. Yeah, but this is all assuming the other team's not going to score again. Right. Right, like, that's two possessions. Two possessions when there's, like, 20, 20, 20 to 25 minutes left in the game is a lot. No, it, it is 10 points, and it is a lot. But your bread is buttered on the ground. You know what I'm saying? And asking this group of quarterback and receivers and tight end to move the ball through the air, no matter who their secondary is, is planning to – it's an exercise in futility. No, I don't think but you dude, can, But then you – why are you even showing up? Why are you even showing up? Because if you get down 10 and you're out here, well, we still have to run the ball because we can't – our receivers and – like, then what the hell is the point? But that you goes, might fall behind 10. You're going to need to throw the ball. But with where we feel the defense should be, hopefully this team doesn't get behind 10. We're expecting the defense to carry this team. You can so, get behind 10. I mean, behind the defense. But it could be a situation – are you down – 7 Are you down 10 to right out the gate? Or is it a situation where you've been competing all game and, you know – the running game is still a part of your attack. Right, but if you down 10 out the gate, you can still run the ball. 10 and, like, with, like, five minutes left in the third quarter, you better fucking get a move on it. Because <laughs> if you come out here and try to run the ball, you might we might end up with a field goal and we ran eight minutes off the clock. Mm-hmm. No, I hear you on that. Yeah. Need explosive plays, man. Paul's man, P. Rich. What's up? We need something. Help the run game out. He's going to have to have a factory. Nobody's expecting the passing game to do anything, so... In order for the run game to sometimes succeed, we need to open up the field. Crossing route, post route, post corner, something. Somebody's got to make plays down the field. It, it sucks, and I, I don't really listen to analytics every single time, but I know that Keenan was one of the worst deep ball throws in the NFL last year, so it's like the idea that we could get any kind of like over-the-tops like on like some post routes or like post corners is like unlikely. Is he really considered why one of deep balls? Throwing deep balls to who? On a Bronco. Because <laughs> he, he was okay with like, feeling it big. Well, he can't throw the deep ball. I'm not saying he's we got going to Cortland Sutton. Yeah. What's he done? Yeah. You know, like. But the scary part about that is that's kind of similar to our wide receiver unit. No, our wide receiver group stinks. Yeah. But you guys want to throw deep ball in the first play. I would Which do that just throw to, that shit. I would do it just to do it. Right, I, I wouldn't give a fuck if it's right out the game. If it's <laughs> Rosen to Devontae Parker, just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Nah. <sighs> <laughs> you know, if, if it's second and 18, fuck it. It's second and 18. <laughs> How do you get to second or, and 18? Or, or, because he gets sacked. Or it could be it could be first and 10 from the 12. There you go. But it's not. Got his hand off. Six. We right on the <laughs> We know your doorstep. Oh, it's... <laughs> All right. This ain't college. That's, a, that's some college football. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit ain't happening. Like that. Shit ain't going down like that. Oh. Maybe NFL college you can come out there first play deep ball. Boom. Run, run, run. Take NFL blitz. Seven zero. It's the NFL. <laughs> that shit is gonna be sack, <laughs> sack or throw away. Wow. Second and nine. Sorry, second and ten. Run third and nine, and now you're probably get sacked again. Cliff, I'm going to need you to not bring this negativity on Sunday. All right. Should we get our <laughs> predictions in then? Let's do it. All right. Uh, I'm going to start. Uh, close game in the first half. Closer than I think anybody around the, like, the uh, national media or even like local media would think it would be. 
in the first half. But I do think the outclasses in the end. I think that in the end, it's going to be just too much Deshaun, too much Alshon, too much Ertz, too much Goddard, just too much everybody. And um, I think we put a good fight. But I'm going to say Eagles 30, Redskins 16. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to come down to the end where they're scoring touchdowns and we're scoring field goals. You know, I I you think that it could be a good fight. You lost by fourteen. Well, I mean, think about it. you could be down at half to the Eagles, fourteen, thirteen. In the second half, they just get two touchdowns and we just don't move the ball. I mean, right, but that that then you didn't even put up a good fight, right? That means we got because abused. this, this is also the NFL. <laughs> and most games are pretty close to the end of the first half. If you lose by fourteen, you got that ass whooped. Okay, well, that's too fair. I mean, I, I'll, I'll say <laughs> that. So basically you're saying we're going to get that ass one. I mean, but I, see, I don't think that all 14-point losses are made the same. What? Oh. Oh, yo, 14-point Scott in the NFL is a 14-point loss. Unless that last touchdown occurs on the last play of the game on some, like, fumble recovery shit. What if, like, what if the game is Eagles 23, wrestling 16 with, like, three minutes left in the game and they get, it like, just, like, a cheap touchdown? I wouldn't even say cheap. Cheap isn't the right word. But they just score with like three minutes left. And then the game is just over. You're in the game the entire game. You're only down by seven with three minutes to play. But stuff like that, it's like, okay, 23-16. What kind of 23-16? We could could have been losing the whole game. That's what I'm saying. But it could have been also, it could have been 23-9 and then we scored Mm -hmm. a bullshit. You will lose by 14. You probably weren't really close in that game. Okay, all right. Well, then, I'll, let me change my score prediction then. Since no, let's just let's just let's just switch it up. Fine, let's just say I'll, I'll say let's just say let's say twenty seven seventeen then Eagles. That's that's more palatable. Don't that's my thunder. Sorry, were you going for twenty seven seventeen, sir? <laughs> go ahead. I'll let you go. No, I'm kind of with you though. I think right out the gate, I think the game is going to be closer than what people think. It's first week of the season. Especially for the Eagles' purposes, Wentz is going to come out rusty. I don't think he's going to come out lighting shit on fire like people expect. I'm expecting our defense to have a good showing early on. But I think ultimately second half, offense might not be able to put up enough points. I think we will control them a little early on with that run game because I think Geis and Peterson will get going. But some kind of way, I see it's either going to be a Deshaun bomb second half or we haven't been able to guard Ertz since he entered the league. So that this could be another Sunday where the situation where Ertz is just destroying us. Um I was going 27-17, but Paul took my thunder. <laughs> my bad. So I'm going to go ahead and say 30-20, to 20, Philly. All right. Before a clip goes, this is something I didn't mention that I did want to mention. Um, I, I feel like the defense like is playing with a little more cohesion this year. Um, I don't know. It, it just seems like they're communicating really well there. Like I know in the past like there's been some a lot of like just like just like Finger pointing and who's supposed to be there and yada 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 on you know defense, Espe- especially with DJ back there, mm-hmm. controlling the secondary. And, and didn't we hear like something that um, what's the defensive backs coach that Horton. left? Torian Gray. Torian oh, Gray was wasn't really great at coaching them up. Um, I don't know. Ray Horton is back there now. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Landon Collins is back there now. And they, they just in the preseason, especially in that um, Philly game, not Philly game. I'm sorry, Falcons game. Uh, I know Julio wasn't out there, so it was infinitely easier to game plan for. But um, it just seemed that they, no matter where somebody was going on the Eagles' offense, somebody was there to defend the play. And 
whether they made the play or not, it was kind of a thing where it's like everybody knows their job. Everybody has their job. There's never any out there like, hey, somebody's just behind the defense and nobody knows what's going That's on. That's what you said because it's one of, the, one of the things Norman mentioned. They asked him, like, what's, what's the, one of the biggest things you notice, the difference between Gray and Horton? He said communication. Right. When they asked Landon Collins when he first got to camp, what's the, one of the main things you want to work on with secondary? Communication. I mean, that goes, even though I kind of said I got Deshaun catching the bomb on us, hopefully. I mean, <laughs> it, that's what it comes to, though, dog. Communication between the safeties, you got to know where each other's at. No. I Lone th- coverages versus Philly, you are fucked. No, I think that's clear. And I, I think that you're going to need that versus Philly. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a, like, out of all the teams that you need to be good at communicating with, Philly is definitely number one. Got to be on the same page. Right. Right. Um, 24-16, Philly. My final score. I feel like we can probably they can probably hang in this game. Probably maybe in, in early in the fourth quarter. And then one team yeah, has guys who can make some plays that end up leading them winning, and we don't have those guys yet. I think that's what ends up doing it. And that's on the offensive side of the ball. I think mm-hmm. defensively, our, I feel like our defense is gonna show up week one. Um, it slowed them down. And then you add the fact that that Wentz it hasn't really hasn't had the chance to play. I think if you can get after them early, slow them down a little bit, but then second half to make adjustments mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Minuski doesn't and we end up losing. Right. I know I said I got him scoring thirty, but I, that, that's kinda like I, I expect the defense to keep us in the game. I think that's gonna be a late fourth quarter touchdown and it's thirty to twenty. Right. Well, I mean, I think that anybody who plays the Eagles, especially this year, will they have if if they could hold them to 24, 27 points. It's kind of almost like a win. Like, And that's a lot of points to give up, but they're going to score so many points this season that holding them to somewhere in the mid-20s feels like a win. Do we have enough to match them? I just don't think we do. You know what, brother? We about to find out about six days, Chief. Six days, Chief. We'll be back in this basement. Oh, what? Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Thank you for listening to the 50 Gut Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or visiting 50gut.com. You can also find us on Overcast, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, or whatever podcasting platform you use. If you like our show and want to support us, please do us a favor and leave us a comment and leave us a rating too. Also, make sure to find us on Twitter and Instagram at 50 Gut Blog. Until next time, I'm Paul Williams. He's Corey Gassaway, and he's Cliff and Guaffin. Thanks for being with us.